to the Dropping Dimes Podcast, and here's your host, J.I. Dimes. Sir, welcome back to the Dropping Dimes podcast presented by Yo and Yes. Many thanks also to Snuggle Moments BH for sponsoring this episode. For today's episode, I'll be dishing out the latest news around the association. We have some news on Daryl Morey, uh, some sad news regarding Sid Hartman, news around or news about the the league and the salary cap. We also have some draft news, coaching news, and the latest rumors as well on certain transactions that might happen come free agency. Okay, so let's kick off the episode starting with news on Daryl Morey. So according to ESPN, this is what uh, Daryl Murray said. Now, James Harden changed my life. So he wrote an entire page that was just dedicated to James. He not only transformed my life, but also, this is according to Murray, quote, he not only transformed my life, but also revolutionized the game of basketball and continues to do so like almost no one has before and quote okay so that just shows the respect and also I think Daryl Martin really got lucky also and was really fortunate that he made that deal for James Harden people didn't really expect Harden or at that time no one really expected Harden to just blow up like that right you, you go from the top six man to becoming the the main guy and now he's a bona fide superstar now according to grant liftman of nbc sports uh they they actually think actually nba insider tom haberstraw thinks that stephen curry Given the scenario and given the chip on the shoulder to bounce back, will probably lead this, the league in scoring next year. Then according to legend, Golden State legend Rick Barry, this is on Serge Ibaka. He mentioned this, that uh, Serge Ibaka would be a heck of a addition to the Warriors. Uh, the guy that I'd like that's really the guy that I'd like them to see that's according to Rick Barry I love Serge Ibaka the guy can shoot the three he can rebound block shots and he would be a heck of a addition for the 
Warriors. Now the Lakers were also, well, they've been the talk of the town since winning the title. So they had this party. They reportedly checked into the mansion at MGM Grand, and there was this uh, Instagram video wherein LeBron was carrying the Larry O'Brien trophy. Well, that's really what happens when you win that, when you win the championship. And then, of course, in, in some sad news, we have legendary Minneapolis Star Tribune columnist Sid Hartman. Uh, he passed away at the age of 100. Uh, this was shared by his son Chad on Twitter. And according to Chad, my father's extraordinary and resilient life has come to a peaceful conclusion surrounded by his family. So again, uh, sad news again. Uh, well, that's that's really been 2020 so far, you know. So all of these sad news, like last week, the basketball world lost B.J. Johnson, and then this week, Sid Hartman. So may may he rest in peace, and we're sending our condolences to. To the family, to the Hartman family. Now, in some news, uh, still related to Minnesota, we all know that the Timberwolves will be selecting first in the upcoming draft. And according to Ryan Saunders, their coach, he, he likes their position. They will be picking. They are they have actually two first round picks, numbers one and seventeen, and they also have a second a very early second round pick, pick number thirty three. But of course, the challenge is the. They cannot actually do in-person workouts. So according to Ryan Saunders, there have been there have been a lot of Zoom meetings and interviews and just evaluating prospects. Okay, so more Minnesota Timberwolves news. So they have restricted free agents like Malik Beasley, Jordan McLaughlin. And also Juan Hernan Gomez. While okay, well, of course, the, the the biggest news would be what would be the future of D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns. So they kind of have a lot of priorities when it comes to building the team. But then we'll we'll see. You know, it's interesting. Some there are some rumors going around that. Towns is not really that happy in Minnesota. Minnesota, of course, the D'Angelo deal was obviously to to try to keep Cat happy. Well, we don't know. And they have the number one pick. You know, it would be weird if they 
let's say they draft a guy like Lamelo Ball because they already have D'Angelo, or would they go with Anthony Edwards? And we know that it's not really that often when a shooting guard goes number one in the draft, right? So, like, how can you? And then if you consider drafting James Wiseman, is that really like a logical? for you knowing that you already have cap so some hard decisions for Minnesota now let's go to some league news okay so one of the biggest challenges will be once again as mentioned also in the previous episode the salary cap you know the negotiating the terms of the salary salary cap next season that number is typically derived from league revenues, but because of the pandemic that, according to the LA Times, the league actually lost an estimated amount of $1.5 billion. So, okay, that will be a, of course, that will cause a massive salary cap drop and would push the overwhelming majority of the league deep into the luxury tax while drying up the free agent market in an instant at the same time. Okay, so that is that is not actually good news no, for the league, but well, Adam Silver he, the fact that, you know, he was able to put up the bubble well, we, we just have to keep the faith that, that Adam Silver, Commissioner Commissioner Silver, will be able to to do something about it. Now, for some other news. Oh, Damian Lillard. Oh, Damian Lillard. When he was asked uh, to give three attributes that he would take from anyone in the history of the game so he answered he wanted Jordan's athleticism that's MJ's athleticism LeBron's durability and interestingly Kevin Durant's size and skill set okay so he just felt like even though well, people will perceive that LeBron is actually more athletic than MJ. For Dame, MJ just moved differently. Okay, then in some other news. Well, some interesting news about Rajon Rondo. Talking on the Full Full 48 podcast of Rachel... Nichols. So there, uh, Rachel Nichols actually revealed that Rondo actually almost retired after his stint with the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, thank God that he didn't because he did help the Lakers. So the Lakers should really be thanking the basketball gods that Rajon Rondo did not retire as he was really a big reason for why the Lakers won the championship. Now, in some 
draft news again. So the Chicago Bulls, they've not been that lucky when it comes to the lottery. They've always been missing the top five. But having new GM Arturas Karnisovis, they want to actually pursue either the number one pick or the number two pick of Golden State if it becomes available. Then another one is the Charlotte pick at number three. So it seems like the Bulls really are trying to get someone. We don't really know who at this moment, but it seems like they're really heavily trying to land one of the top three picks. Now, in some free agency news, Fred Van Vliet. Of course, that's one of the guys who really like came out of nowhere he was a he was really a good college player but then he went undrafted and then he developed you know and then became a, a really reliable player for the Toronto Raptors now according to Bobby Marks Van Vliet will actually be demanding a deal around Probably four years and 80 million. <laughs> wow. You know, that's just, I mean, if you look at that contract, then that's obviously Fred Van Fleet has really come a long way, man. From being an undrafted, trying to make the team to now having the power to command four years and 80 million dollars. So let's see if the Raptors would actually do this, you know, Van Vliet. Yes, he's a good player, but he's no Kawhi Leonard though. <laughs> right? So it's hard to hard to gamble on these guys, right? Like it's not that you don't wanna get them, but then we're gonna pay them that much. That's twenty million a year. For a guy who's not really your top player. Right? And then of course Pascal Siakam, who they thought would be their their star player, kinda disappeared in the playoffs. So some tough decisions for the Raptors. We already know that Marcus All will be moving on. And Serge Ibaka, we don't know if he's going to be coming back. Tough scenario for the Raptors. And then for some Victor Oladipo news. So the Indiana Pacers can actually offer Victor Oladipo an extension beginning at 120% of Oladipo's salary for the 2021 season. So that will start at around 26 million. So that's just a few million below what he could have actually gotten with a max contract. If he will be an unrestricted free agent next year. 
if he decides to be, let's say, play it out and then becomes an unrestricted free agent next season, so he will get more. But then you have to remember that Oladipo did suffer a torn quadriceps tendon in January of 2019, and he never really looked like the Victor Oladipo of old, right? So that's the problem. And he, when he tried to come back, he he didn't quite look okay. So this is a another another hard decision, both for the Pacers and also for all the depot, because I mean, if if Vic's gonna gamble. On let's say he'll play it out, not sign the extension. But what if he struggles again? You know, he he might not get that big contact anymore. <laughs> he might never get that long, you know, that high payday that he's looking for. But then if you're the Pacers, and then you let's say Vic signs, and then he struggles, and then it's also tough for the Pacers, right? It's not like. Indiana gets a lot of these or attracts free agents, right? So people like don't go to Indiana compared to let's say like the you know the big markets. I mean, it's hard for them to attract free agents. That's just the sad reality in you know in basketball. But we'll see. You know, we'll see if what will happen with Vic Oladipo and. Is you know, will he stay with the Pacers or will the Pacers let him go? Now, when some Giannis Antetokounmpo news, Mil- Milwaukee has already well, this is according to some news by from ESPN that Milwaukee is not at all looking into trading Giannis. They want to improve their roster to give Giannis the reason to stay. So if they are, they're willing to, to spend, they're willing to go over the luxury tax just to make sure that they will, or at least they will, uh, try to convince Giannis to stay, you know, or hope that these transactions will persuade Giannis to stay with them. And this is also interesting. The Timberwolves, they of course have the number one pick, as mentioned, and they're actually interested in Obi Toppin. You know, I don't know if they're very high on him, the guy from the big guy from Dayton. But of course, if that's really the case, then we we would expect that they will be trading down, right? So they can. They don't have to use the number one pick to get the guy that they want. So they might trade down, get some assets, and then still get their guy. Okay. And then... Let's look for some other news. First news are kind of slow right now <laughs> during the offseason. And another one on Victor Aldadipo again. Coming, coming from the Brian Winhurst podcast. 
you know, from Wendy's podcast that Miami has no interest in landing Victor Oladipo. They are actually eyeing the big fish or the bigger fish for that matter. So, of course, we know who who they are talking about. They're trying to get guys like Joel Embiid or uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. We, we, that's already a fact. We know that, that those are the guys that they're trying to target. So, we'll see if that's going to work out for Miami. And then, some other news. Oh, this is... Well, this is non-basketball related, but... It's kind of trending <laughs> because there will be a popular celebrity golf outing that will actually feature Phil Mickelson, Charles Barkley, Steph Curry, and the great Peyton Manning. And it will air on TNT. <laughs> okay. So we all know that when Sir Charles plays golf, it's actually as entertaining as when he was balling during the 90s. You know, even though it's, well, we all know it's kind of different kind of entertainment. You know, basketball dominance, and then in golf, it's more of just a show, right? And let's see if you will see that infamous swing again from Sir Charles. Then, in some other news, oh, this one, Andre Drummond, not, well, when they traded for Drummond, it seemed like they really didn't want Drummond to to stay, but of course, Drummond wants to pick up the option, he doesn't want to be a free agent, but the problem is, the Cavs actually don't have any interest in him, so... I don't know how the, will will they try to buy him out or will they trade him? Point is, you know they they will they will really be far apart in extension talks because Drummond has other plans. The Cavs have well the complete opposite mindset when it comes to it. So expect Andre Drummond to be out of Cleveland eventually. So trying to find some news here. Oh, according to Jamal Murray, Steph Curry is the toughest cover he, that he had to face. Well, you know, it's ironic because, you know, when Jamal Murray came out, I really thought that he was like a six-foot four, six foot five, Steph Curry. And there was a time that he was actually being labeled like that. But then we all know that Jamal didn't particularly came out like a house on fire. And then finally came out in the bubble. He really like, you know, took the next, he really went to the next level while playing in the bubble. So it, it's really interesting to, for him to say that Steph is his hardest or toughest cover. 
when in fact he's always been compared to Steph. You know, he's like a more athletic and bigger step we're gonna think about. It. I'm, I'm not saying that you know at this moment Jamal is already better than Steph. You you might think I'm going overboard here. It's just that there are so there are similarities between Jamal's game and Steph's game ever since. You know, Jamal wasn't really a natural point guard when he came out of Kentucky. People forget that Jamal averaged almost 24 points a game during that one year done with Kentucky. And he was playing the two-guard position at that time, right? I think, I don't know if I remember it correctly, if that was like, if Isaiah Briscoe was their point guard then, or I think Tyler Eulis. Not so sure. I'm not so sure about that. But I'm very sure that when, when Jamal was balling in Kentucky, he was... He was really putting up buckets there. And of course, again, the Rockets continue to look for their coach. Um, will it be Jeff Van Gundy? Will it be John Lucas? We don't know, so let's wait. And then for the Indiana Pacers head coaching job, Dan Craig has made a good impression. And then lastly, we have the Heat as one of the teams who are also interested in another breakout player in the bubble, Jeremy Grant. You know, Grant is not your superstar player, but... He is so important in today's game. You need this, this kind of player. The guy who can play multiple positions. He can guard multiple positions as well. And then the versatility. You would always want to have that kind of versatility. A 6'8 swing forward. The guy averaged 12 points and 3.5 and boards. And this is the key point here, 38.9% on threes. But he really started showing what his value when, during that playoff run that the Nuggets had, right? Against the Clippers, against the Lakers. Jeremy Grant made himself a lot of money because of the way he played. So he would surely opt out of his 9.3 million player option and demand a higher pay this coming free agency okay so with that those are the latest news so far around the association many thanks we would like to thank i would like to take this opportunity to thank um last time i thanked i i thanked uh Keith Segovia, I thank him for supporting the podcast. I would also like to thank main man, my main man, Kevin Cruz. Yes, my classmate way back in high school. That guy is a baller. Basketball IQ is off the charts. Thank you for supporting this, the podcast. Kev's also... My former student, 
Bob Caridad. Thank you also for always supporting the podcast. I highly appreciate your support. For the others, of course, I will I will give a shout out as well to to all of you in the coming episodes. So once again, thank you to our sponsors, Yo and Yes. Thank you also to the people who have liked or given taken time to uh, click on the like button on our Facebook page and also our Instagram page. And of course, thank you also to Snuggle Moments PH for sponsoring this episode. This is the Dropping Times Podcast.